The all-new Hyundai 2024 Santa Fe is equipped with everything you need to break free from the dull work week and embark on an adventurous weekend with your family. With available H-Track all-wheel drive so you can take on the dirt trails and kick up some mud. Standard third-row seating so your whole family can experience the thrill together. Available dual wireless charging pads so no one gets stuck in the great outdoors with a dead phone. Learn more about the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe at HyundaiUSA.com. Call 562-314-4603 for complete details. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. What's good, everybody? It is Tuesday, April 4th, 2023. This is your daily sports betting brand of record. We call it the early edge. We are powered, as always, by the almighty sports line, the best value in all sports betting. And it's not close. Tip of the cap this morning to UConn, getting it done last night in impressive fashion. What's that old saying? Good teams win, great teams cover. UConn, six for six covering in the NCAA tournament. Shout out to EC playing the alt line, minus nine and a half or plus 125. A solid day at the brand. Eight and five. Really nice day for us. But as always, we do things differently here. Tip of the cap to all those betting brands, all those betting shows that are shutting it down until football. We'll see you in September, but we're going to be here every single day. So a little housekeeping. Later today, we've been talking about it for a week. It is Masters Week. It is Tuesday. What will the Champions Dinner look like tonight? What kind of players will be successful this year? We're going to ask our very special guest, Steve Scott, who famously, years ago, went toe-to-toe with Tiger Woods in the USAM. He's played in the Masters. He'll be live today, 3 p.m. Eastern time, right here on the Early Wedge. Now, congratulations goes out to Tim Riley. He is our winner in the Early Edge Bracket Challenge. And you, Timmy, will win the first ever Early Edge Championship title belt. It looks a little something like that. For those of you in the top 10, do not worry. We have a year-long Sports Science subscription. You say, Coach, but I'm already a member. Well, we've got you, too. We will backload that whenever your renewal time is. We'll add a year to it, and you're good to go. Just for participating, we thank you very much. And we also wanted to find out who was the greatest college basketball capper here in the Early Edge crew. Well, that distinction goes to Berg Betts. Last night, he took down Zach Attack. Still have 12 months of bragging, touting, doing whatever he wants. But he's earned it. Berg Betts, the best college basketball capper as far as the dance is concerned that we have. That's a lot of housekeeping. You guys have waited long enough. Let's bring in the stars of the show. And on this Tuesday, like I said, when others are packing their bags, when others are saying, hey, I'll see you in five months, not us. Look at this embarrassment of riches. Where do I start? Well, live from just south. We're worldwide, baby, of London, England. We call him the guru, Martin W. Green. Good afternoon, sir. Good morning, Coach. Delighted to be back on the show now that March Madness has ended. 
it's still a very busy time in the soccer season. There's a couple of months left to go and some very big games on the horizon. Got a couple to break down later on in the show. Also, one week from today, one week from today, the guru's excited because here at CBS, we are launching Galazzo, our 24-7 all-soccer network. You excited about that there, uh, Martin? It's going to be big for you. I am very excited, Coach. There was a TV show uh, when I was growing up called Golazzo, and it was an Italian commentator that shouted really loud every time a goal was scored. So, Golazzo, can't wait. Oh, that's amazing. That's amazing. By the way, Burke Betts is in the chat. He says, no bragging for him. He's getting right back to work. Any questions for him? Go ahead and throw them into the chat. He'll answer them in real time. The crew's everywhere. Next, he is our NBA aficionado, Mikey B. Mike Barner. Good morning, sir. Good morning. Yeah, we had no NBA yesterday, but we cashed some baseball tickets on the early edge in five. So I'm happy to be back for the morning show. And we are happy to have you back. Now, this man has been very, very quietly oh, just winning bets. He's the sniper, Mr. Matt Snyder. Good morning, sir. Good morning. Oh, hey, I'm on a pitch clock here, so I don't have that much time. So we'll move it on. We'll keep things moving here. You know what? The, it is interesting to see how fast the games go now once they're on a clock. It's uh, It's been a real joy, actually. Two, two hours and 18 minutes last night for the Orioles to beat the Rangers. Whew. Two hours and 18 minutes. It's kind of nice. It was kind of nice. Also, from a betting perspective, your bet doesn't sit there past the 10 o'clock game, so you don't have to bet everything at the same time. That's a bonus, something I don't think we thought about. We didn't think about it. Now, finally, this man is here every single day. He's become my right hand. He is the counselor of cash, Mr. C. Najad. Good morning, sir. Good morning, and I'll be your right hand along with EC and Steve Scott today at 3 o'clock for the Early Wedge. I, I genuinely can't wait for that show. It's Masters Week. I'm already kind of f fully in Masters mode, but I'll tell you, today, this morning, right now, it's NBA CS. So I hope everybody's buckled up. All right, let's get into it then for NBA C, and that's where we're going to start. Storylines that could affect the betting lines. And Mikey B, I'm going to start with you because there are, let me count them, 13 NBA games on the slate today, several with playoff implications. Start us off. Yeah, we're going to ignore the tanking teams. We got two good games with playoff implications. The Bulls are going to face the Hawks. They're separated by one game in the East. If the Bulls win that game, they own the tiebreaker over the Hawks to get out of that ninth, 10th spot in the play-in tournament. That's big. Another game, Thunder Warriors. The Warriors are trying to avoid the play-in. Well, the Thunder are trying to stay in it. They're one game up over the Mavericks. So two big games in the NBA. Keep your eyes on those. We'll have NBA picks on early edge in five today at 4 p.m. Eastern time. See, we never stop with the brand ever. Now, I'm coming back to you, Guru, because in the English Premier League, it's been quite the volatile season. And when changes are made, it changes a lot from our perspective. Talk to me. Yeah, it's all gone a bit crazy in the English Premier League. Uh, Chelsea fired manager Graham Potter uh, after a 2-0 defeat to Aston Villa at the weekend, left them languishing in 11th place in the table. The Blues have spent more than $600 million on new players this season under their new owner. But they're 
mid-table and it's a dismal return on their investment. They have a big, big Champions League game coming up against Real Madrid and the board decided that they would be more likely to succeed without him. So Leicester also fired their manager, Brendan Rodgers, on the same day. It means that 12 Premier League managers have already been fired this season. There's only 20 teams in the Premier League, so it's getting a bit crazy now. They've set a new record and it does beg the question, who will be the next to go? Some sportsbooks offer bets on this market and Nottingham Forest's Steve Cooper is the plus 150 favourite. You can also get plus 275 on David Moyes of West Ham, which looks like a pretty good alternative. And Tottenham caretaker manager Christian Stellini is another interesting option at plus 600. If Tottenham decides to go for a more experienced coach in the weeks ahead, plus 600 looks like a good set of odds on him. There are so many different ways to cash tickets. And at the pay window, they never say, what, you bet on an English Premier League? No, no, they don't say that. They just say, here's your money. Thank you, Guru, very, very much. All right, let's get into our marquee matchups because these are not official picks, but it's about the information. Yesterday, though, congratulations to the chat. You told us that the Brewers normally rake Carrasco, and you were correct. 10 nothing was the final there. We listened to you. I played that because of the chat. True story on my kids. So let's get into it. Marquee matchups today. And this is going to be Sia and Mikey B coming to the table. So let's start with the Timberwolves and the Nets. Are we fading or following the favorite here? Sia, let's start with you. Minnesota laying one over the Nets. Talk to me. Yeah, this one's really interesting. Both teams have plenty to play for, in my opinion. We've got the Nets. They want to avoid the play-in game. They're, they're in the sixth spot, I believe. So they're they're out of that play-in scenario. The Timberwolves, not only are they in the play-in scenario, but they are technically not fully into the playoffs. So both teams are super incentivized to play. I think, you know, this was going to be one of my official plays. I was going to take the Timberwolves. I think they opened at plus one. It's shifted now to minus one. So I think there's some money, obviously, coming in on the Wolves. And that's because they're just the better team, the better roster, the better starting five. I do think Nas Reed being out is, is kind of a thing, especially when you consider Carl Anthony Towns. Has it really fully established himself as the Carl Anthony Towns that we know? Um, limited minutes, but still, when he's in there, it, it it's not great for the Minnesota Timberwolves. But I think they're the better team. And I, I do lean Timberwolves pretty strong here. Timberwolves on the side. In the chat, Edwin says the Nets over is the pick here. Mikey, how are you leaning into this game? I agree with Sia. I would lean towards the Timberwolves. I think Mike Connolly Jr. has been a big addition for them. He had that familiarity with Rudy Gobert when they played together for the Jazz, and Gobert has played a lot better since Connolly came into town. Both these teams are pretty inconsistent right now. But I would lean towards the Timberwolves simply because they're a deeper team than they have been for most of the season with Towns back. And, and Edwards is finally over that illness, too, uh, which limited him the other day. No doubt about that. By the way, the total is 226 for those of you who were wondering on that game. All right, game number two. And this is uh, what you call Blue Bloods coming out of the East. You got Boston and you got Philly. The Sixers at home are laying the two. Very interesting here. The Celtics see ya are two games back of the Bucs for that number one seed. So they still have something to play for. Talk to me. They do, but I don't think they truly anticipate catching the Bucks with only a few games left. So, and I, I think, and I don't know this for a fact, I think Jalen Brown might be sitting. We know Robert Williams is going to be out of this game. 
I could see the Celtics really not going full throttle here. It really is me just speculating here at, at 10 in the morning Eastern Standard Time. But if anything, I would probably lean the Sixers, who are dealing with some of their own ailments, mind you. But uh, I, my lean is that the Celtics don't take this one as seriously as the Sixers. Frankly, I don't know that either of these teams have much to play for. And, that, and, and I'm glad you said that at the end, because Mikey B, I'm looking at the standings right now, and Boston is three games ahead of the Sixers, and Cleveland is two and a half games behind the Sixers. So Philly, really, when you look at the playoff situation, they don't have a lot to play for either. Your thoughts on this matchup, Mikey? Yeah, the biggest thing might be playing for in this game is Embiid trying to help his MVP status. Uh, I would lean towards the 76ers. This is the first game of a back-to-back set for the Celtics. Uh, Jalen Brown is officially listed as questionable, so this might be the night that he gets off. The 76ers have been a very good team at home this season, uh, so I would go towards the 76ers side. All right, very good. All right, final game in our marquee matchups on the NBA, and then we're going to do a little baseball, a little baseball. But these are two teams that everybody is sleeping on. The Kings, people forget, they're the three seed right now out west. The Pelicans are sitting in the eighth seed. They're playing really, really good basketball. They're favored, as you can see, by three and a half at home in the Big Easy. I'll be in New Orleans in two weeks. People, give me some gumbo. See ya. Talk to me on this one. First of all, you're so right about people sleeping on the Sacramento Kings. If you look at the Western Conference odds, do you just look at them yesterday, the last you know two weeks ago, a week ago? They're plus two thousand to win the West, and and, and they're in the third spot. So it, it, you know, I'm not saying necessarily you should bet that, but it's just really interesting how we see, let's say, the, the Lakers, who I, I believe were plus one thousand last time I checked, the Golden State Warriors, who are much shorter odds. So you're right that that teams are sleeping on the Kings. You know, in this particular matchup, though, I think I like New Orleans quite a bit. New Orleans, by the way, they've won seven of their last eight games. You know, some of those to, to teams that are kind of tanking, not really great, but a couple of those were against the Clippers and the Denver Nuggets. And then on, on the Sacramento Kings side, you know, I, I just don't know how much they have to play for. It's the Pelicans that really have way more to play for getting out of that play-in uh, scenario. So my lean here, and, and I think the, the money is on the Pelicans as well, because this was two and a half last night. It's three and a half now. My lean here is to the Pelicans. Yeah, to see his point, two games back of Memphis for the two spot and four games ahead of Phoenix for that third spot. So they're kind of in the same situation, Mikey, that the Sixers are in. I would lean to the money line here because I don't mind laying the juice, but that's just kind of how I bet. What are you leaning into? Yeah, I completely agree. I would lay the juice and play the money line there on the Pelicans. This hot streak that they're on, remember, they were one of the bigger disappointments. They started off the season really hot. Zion got hurt. They were out of the playoffs. Now they're back in it. They've got a chance to move themselves out of the play-in tournament and grab that fifth, sixth seed area there. They're fighting with the Warriors and the Clippers. Um, they've been playing so well right now. The Kings don't have, like you said, a lot of motivation. They've pretty much locked their playoff seating. So I agree. Pay the juice and go with the Pelicans. All right. Very, very good. All right. Now we're going to get to pick the prop, but before we do that, you know I've got expensive talent. i got to pay all of them. And the entire Early Edge crew is going to be showing up here daily, including myself today right here. Where? Roll it. Did you know that while over 60% of Americans dream of starting their own business, less than 20% of them take the first step? The reason? Building a business is tough. Taylor Brands is simplifying the business journey. From launching and managing to growing your business, Taylor Brands isn't just another tool. It's your online business partner from launch to success. With Taylor Brands, building your dream business becomes an effortless experience. Their comprehensive platform guides you through every step, ensuring you have everything you need in one place. From LLC formation to bookkeeping, 
invoicing to acquiring licenses and permits, and even setting up your bank account. Taylor Brands handles it all seamlessly. And our listeners will receive 35% off Taylor Brands LLC formation plans using our link, taylorbrands.com slash Sports. That's T-A-I-L-O-R-B-R-A-N-D-S dot com slash Sports. So start your business journey today with Taylor Brands. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Take Big Cheesy out of it. We are not the B team just because we're not in that promo. I'm working on it. I'm working on getting all of us in there. All right. Guru, by the way, this next little thing called Pick the Prop, your mint tea the other day. He kind of threw off the whole damn thing, Buckets, because he picked a random player to hit a home run, and he did it. And then yesterday, I don't even know what happened yesterday. So <clears throat> here's what we're going to do. You, Darvish, Max Scherzer, or Valdez. So there are their numbers. Matthew Snyder, I'm going to come to you first. Which of these three pitchers goes over their strikeout prop today? I'm going to go with you, Darvish. Uh, the last three times he faced Arizona last year, he went well over that five and a half right there. Uh, they have kind of a strikeout prone lineup at this point, it, whether it's a veteran like Evan Longoria, who's seen Darvish a lot of times, he has a lot of history. He struck out a lot against Darvish or whether it's the youngsters who haven't seen Darvish that much. Plus that's the lowest number on the board. So I'm going to go with Darvish. I was tempted on Scherzer because he's always been a high volume strikeout guy, but he's getting up there in years and uh, that's kind of a high number there. So I like Darvish the best on that board. Jairi Turner in the chat says Darvish for sure. And it's one thing we talked about yesterday, Sia, is the fact that early in the season, managers are going to be a lot more uh, less patient, I guess I should say, about pulling pitchers and not letting them go deep into the game. So with that being said, whatever my, and what Maddie just said, what are you leaning into? Yeah, I'll go with, um, to quote a uh, great philosopher, Soldier Boy, I'll go with you. It's you, Darvish, five and a half. I love the number there. Um, listen, I think Zach Gallen on the other side of that has has a shot to pile up some strikeouts this entire season. He's going to have a good year. But of those three, um, I like the low number. Uh, I mean, I'm, I'm really just repeating what Matt said to some degree. But that that's where my eyes were fixed when that graphic came out. So give me you, Darvish, over five and a half strikeouts. I'm embarrassed to say I used to watch Soldier Boy on Love and Hip Hop Hollywood. Oh, jeez. It, it kind of was a great show, wasn't it? Low key. Uh, Guru, you ever seen Love and Hip Hop? No, it hasn't quite found its way to these shores, unfortunately. It's <laughs> <laughs> probably a good thing. It's probably a good thing. You're right. Ray J, don't go to Europe. All right. <laughs> Mike Barner, your final thoughts. Yeah, I'll go uh, with a different one. I'll take the Max Scherzer over seven and a half. The Brewers struck out the fourth most times in baseball last season. They've struck out 41 times through their first four games. Scherzer had six strikeouts in his debut against the Marlins. The encouraging thing is he threw 91 pitches. So you get a chance to throw around 100 pitchers here against a team that strikes out a lot. I don't care if it's a big number. I'll take Scherzer over seven and a half. Yeah, he's one guy that can tell his manager, turn around, 
go back. Yeah. To I'm straight. I am straight. Now, I thought I'd do a little something for all those sports betting brands out there that are shutting it down for the next five months. Give them a little taste of what they have to look forward to as things change for us here at the powerful CBS. You can now relive the best moments of the UEFA Champions League 24-7. The UEFA Champions League channel is a new 24-hour streaming channel serving non-stop goals, highlights, and full match replays from the world's most prestigious club competition. Reminisce on your favorite moments, legendary players, and brilliant goals with the UEFA Champions League channel, streaming around the clock on Pluto TV and the CBS Sports app. Chilling new original docuseries on Paramount Plus. Why did he kill his family? The answer lies across the ocean and a woman named Sylvie. She's a can model. Where desire leads to deception. I ended up spending twelve and fifteen thousand dollars a day. It was addictive. I can't get you out. And obsession leads to murder. Who did this to your family? You can't really maintain a fantasy forever. Control all desire now streaming on Paramount Plus. I cannot even imagine taking five months off when there's all this stuff year-round. Can't even imagine it, and we won't do that. Let's get into it. Our board for the day, coming off an eight and five day yesterday, and we're going to do even better today. So where do I start? Well, I know exactly where I'm going to start because here in the States, these games start anywhere from 10 a.m. Pacific to 3 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Eastern, all over the place, but they're during the day. So, Guru, if you don't mind, start us off. Yeah, that's the good thing about soccer if you're in the United States. You've always got something exciting to watch at random times in the morning and the afternoon. And I am starting with a game between Leicester and Aston Villa. Big Premier League game. And I think Aston Villa's players should really be full of confidence after they beat Chelsea 2-0 at Stamford Bridge at the weekend. In 2023, since the start of the year... Only Arsenal and Manchester City have earned more points in the Premier League than Aston Villa, which is a terrific statistic for them. They were relegation candidates when Unai Emery replaced Steven Gerrard as the manager earlier this season. But they have now moved above Chelsea in the table. They've just been terrific ever since Emery joined. And I think they should be able to maintain their strong form against Leicester, who are now managerless since they just fired Brendan Rodgers. The Foxes have not won in their last six games. They're now 19th in the table. They're 16 points below Aston Villa. But because they're on the road, Aston Villa are the underdogs here. I can get plus 100 on Aston Villa draw no bet, which means if it finishes in a draw, in a tie, you get your money back. It settles as a push and you double your money if they win. So I like the look of that a lot. And just while I'm here, I wanted to give out a pick for tomorrow where West Ham are taking on Newcastle at the London Stadium. It's unlikely to be an entertaining affair, actually. I'm not sure if it's worth watching this one, but I am <laughs> going to bet on it. The, uh, the Hammers scraped the 1-0 win against Southampton at the weekend. That lifted them out of the relegation zone. It was a very drab game, but it did result in a vital three points for West Ham. And they are reasonably solid at home. Under 2.5 goals has paid off in 74% of West Ham's home games so far this season. And it's also landed in 54% of Newcastle's away games. Newcastle have the best defensive record in the league. West Ham pretty solid in defence as well. Put the two of them together. Don't think you're really going to see fireworks. The last two games between them have finished 1-1. So I'm thinking that under 2.5 goals looks very appealing at minus 135. 
I like this play because I'm still burned by Newcastle. Their last game, I played the over two and a half. They won two nil. Could allow one goal. So I love this play today. Let's go the up, and then they'll score five. You know what's going to happen. I'm going to be the kiss of death for you, the kiss of death. By the way, in the chat, Rebecca says, I don't think Sia's music knowledge and low-key references get enough credit. Interesting, Sia. Well, thank you, Rebecca. That's re that's really nice of you. Rebecca, of course, that's the title song of the Pat McGee band, one of their greatest hits, which I've told Rebecca in the chat before. Thank you for acknowledging the subtle references. Acknowledge me. <laughs> WrestleMania just got done. L.A., 160,000 fans, by the way. Congratulations, tip of the cap. All right, Matthew Snyder. Speaking of caps and your background, which gets talked about every single day here on the show for the caps. But I'm staring at two plays right now that I absolutely love. Talk to me, sir. Well, first off, I'm in a very good mood right now that Soldier Boy was brought up as a diehard Bears fan. Devin Hester is my all-time favorite player, and he used to come out to Superman when he was returning punts. So, yeah, that was very – thank you for that, Sia. Uh, first off, we're going to go out west – with we're going to go with the Guardians on the run line taking down the A's because the A's are possibly the worst team in baseball and uh, both they, they went into the extra innings last night the only reason it was even close is because Zach Plezak of the Guardians had an embarrassing outing he gave up six runs before he even got his fourth out that ain't happening this time around because Shane Bieber is getting the ball for the Guardians seven dominant innings last time he pitched in Oakland he just threw six dominant innings against the Mariners in Seattle last week to open the season He's going to go out and deal. Both bullpens kind of got emptied out last night. As I mentioned, Plezak with the short outing for the Guardians. The A's had to use almost everybody they had, and they already are very, very thin organizationally depth-wise. Uh, the Guardians are very deep pitching-wise. So after Bieber, things should line up well for them. I'm expecting this thing to be a bloodbath, so we like the run line a lot right there. Sticking out west, my second play before I went to bed last night, I was researching Luis, Luis Castillo, who I already really liked. There's a reason I honed in on him. I think he's going to go out and throw some dominant innings against the Angels. 22 innings versus two walks – or 22 strikeouts, sorry, and only 13 innings in his career against the Angels. A tip of all these caps to Mike for pointing out that the Angels struck out the most in baseball last year. We're going to see a lot of strikeouts. I told Snake – the line hasn't been posted yet, but I want the over on Luis Castillo no matter what it is. Well, it's seven and a half, so it's high. But if I would have gone in cold, I would have predicted either eight or nine strikeouts for Castillo anyway. I think he's going to approach double digits. So we like over seven and a half strikeouts for Luis Castillo versus the Angels. And last night, the announcers on the game, because I, I watch all the West Coast games out here, they brought up something that you talked about on the preview show. And they said that, only 13 matchups between the Mariners and the Angels instead of 19. Yep. And so a lot of the good pitching could be extended to make sure and try and win those games. So they literally said everything you said a week ago, which is awesome. And that would lead into your play tonight. So well, it's because they watched the early edge. So that's the only reason they knew yeah. it. We know that. I just don't like to yep. brag about it. It's not really my style. <laughs> <True>. All right. <laughs> now, <clears throat> Coach, are you a secret member of the bloodline? Let me be very clear. I don't watch one minute of the WWE ever. It was just all over social media. I don't watch one minute. Not one minute. Usos are great, though. All right. Now, Mike E.B. Mike E.B. You're kind of our, you know, we call A.B. our five-tool player. 
because he can do everything. That's kind of what kind of the role that you've fallen into here at the early edge. You can do basketball. You can also do a little baseball. But you could also do, I don't know, both. I got you, Coach. Let's do two for today. Let's do one basketball first. Warriors Thunder will do Steph Curry over 29 and a half points at minus 111. Look, this could be a high-scoring game. Both the Warriors and the Thunder are the top two teams in the league in pace of play. Curry has torched the Thunder. He's played them twice. He scored 38 and 40 points, respectively. He had 18 three-pointers in those two games. That's wild. Home crowd by his side. Steph Curry over 29 and a half points. And then the baseball side of things, let's do Red Sox Pirates over nine runs at plus 110. The Red Sox have played four games. They haven't Their games haven't had fewer than 13 runs in any of them. All four were at home. That's key for the Red Sox. They scored the six most runs in baseball at home last season. The Pirates, you don't think of them as a high-scoring lineup, but they get to face Nick Pavetta. Nick Pavetta has been awful the last two seasons at Fenway Park. He has a combined 5.07 ERA and 1.48 whip. So Red Sox Pirates over nine runs. Last night, they scored 13. The over came in in like the fourth inning in this particular <laughs> game. It did. It did. I took the Red Sox team total at four and a half, and that cash in the first inning. They had five runs in the first inning. I didn't even have to. I hadn't even put my kids to bed yet. The pay but window was ready for me. Can I jump in there on that and say one of my colleagues pointed out after the first series, he said, everybody's talking about how good the Orioles offense looks. Have they ever stopped to consider maybe it's just the Red Sox pitching is that bad? And then yes. the Orioles scored two runs against the Rangers yesterday. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. And we we talked about it, didn't we? The Red Sox could be an over team. And yeah. so far, that's exactly what they've been. Right, Matt? It's exactly yes. what they've been. Yep. By the way. Uh, uh, yeah, every game. Every game. Every game so far. Uh, by the way, Brock says, I was going to kind of ease into the week, and now I'm watching this show. Brock, we don't ease into anything. It's not what we do. We come through. Everybody knows we're here. Now, later today, to say we're fired up, I've told anybody, every interview I've ever done, they say, what's the greatest thing you've ever done in your career? It's worked the Masters. Multiple years, digital highlights. There's nothing better than Masters Week. But that's at 3 p.m. Eastern this afternoon. That's coming up. Right now, we need NBA Sia. Please. And, Coach, I've interviewed you as well, as you know, and you said that same thing about the Masters. So I am really excited about that 3 o'clock show. But let's go NBA Sia real quick. I mentioned it when we talked about our marquee matchups, the Pelicans. I actually really agree uh, with Mikey B and Coach that the money line is a great play here. I normally don't want to pay that juice, but around minus 150, if that's where you get the money line play, I don't mind laying that juice because I think the Pelicans are going to win. However, if you're not interested in doing that, on the site, on Sportsline, I've already put this pick up. Again, it was two and a half last night, so we're not necessarily getting the best number. But, oh, by the way, it's already up to four. So we're getting a good number, just not the best number. With the Pelicans minus three and a half, they've won seven out of their last eight. They have plenty to play for because they're chasing basically a top six seed, which they're only a half a game behind because the Clippers and the Golden State Warriors are only a half a game ahead of them. And both of those teams are kind of stumbling to the finish line. Again, when it comes to Sacramento Kings, they're the, they're the three seed out west. Not very good. They're just not the hungrier team of the two teams. And I get New Orleans at home. And oh, by the way, the, this current state of the Kings, it's not great. They just lost to the San Antonio Spurs in overtime. Now, I know the San Antonio Spurs, they still have David Robinson, Tim Duncan, Manu Ginobili, Tony Parker. <laughs> Wait a second. I'm just – thank you, Jake. 
I'm just being told they have none of those players. They have a bunch of players that I promise you are very good at basketball, but you have never, ever, ever heard of. And they lost to that team just a couple of days ago. I like this bet even better. Jake, you th Jake thank you for the, uh, for the correction there. Give me the Pelicans minus three and a half. It's crazy how good you become, Sia, that you can actually talk while Snake is talking in your ear. It's crazy. Yeah, it's yeah. I keep messing up, so Jake's always in my ear, so I've gotten used to it. I mean, it's, it happens. I mean, right mm -hmm. now you're kind of on that slippery slope of, are you on the show or are you not on the show? I mean, it's, <sighs> yeah, we'll get there. We'll get there. Uh, by the way, <clears throat> no, I'm not, who is Hawaiian? You know, we always like to give our birthday wishes, but happy birthday, Hawaiian. I don't know who it is, but everybody's telling you that in the chat, so I would like to join in as well. Now, do not forget <clears throat> to grab your paper, grab your pencils. Here is the recap, courtesy of said snake, on the ones and the twos. See is on the Pelicans, minus three and a half. However, doesn't mind the money line like me and Mikey like. Then Matthew Snyder, Guardians, minus one and a half. That's the run line for you that are brand new to baseball betting. We've got you covered. We've got you covered. Luis Castillo, over seven and a half Ks, minus 119. He will strike out a lot of angels tonight. Then on the pitch, these are day games here in the States. Aston Villa, draw no bet, four games in the English Premier League today. And then tomorrow, West Ham, Newcastle, under two and a half, minus 135. Then Mikey B, we're going Steph Curry, over 29 and a half points. Golden State has no room for air. They have backed themselves into an incredibly tight corner. Steph Curry needs a big game. Then Red Sox Pirates over nine plus 110. All right. Later today, early wedge at 3 p.m. Eastern time, early edge in five at 4 p.m. Eastern time. I'll be on CBS Sports HQ at 6.30 p.m. Eastern time. I told you we're growing. I told you we're getting bigger. I told you we're not stopping. And I meant it. So with all of that being said, there's only one thing left to do. And I believe you all know what that is. You've got your marching orders. Let's take all of these tickets straight to the pay window. For my entire crew, Lobo, Sniper, Mikey B, the Guru, the Counselor, the Snake on the Ones and the Twos. I am simply the coach trying to keep this train on the tracks. We grind for you so we can win with you. It's what we're all about at the early edge. Good luck. world of Sonic the Hedgehog, a new hero arrives. I am ready. Is there anyone stronger? No. Ha! Tougher? No. Funnier? I do not make jokes. I make warriors. Knuckles, now streaming only on Paramount+. Plus. Yes!